0: Proudly made in America, use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But...
1: Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash, where every penny you have could all be tracked. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. That's HannityGold.com.
2: It does reduce inflation. 40% of inflation is fueled by fossil fuels. No new taxes on families families making more than... Excuse me, no new taxes on families making less than $400,000 or under. The
3: inflation data in July was 0.0. 0.0. 0. 0. So we are seeing uh, inflation decrease. that people have every single day. Inflation is like a theoretical word
1: that economists use. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're
0: coming to your city.
1: You'll come to Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind the scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of The Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Dang. Number three, sixty nine. Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour.
0: All right. News roundup information overload hour. Glad you're with us. Sean Hannity show eight hundred nine four one. Sean, our number if you want to be a part of the program. Well, one of the key Senate races and there are many key Senate races and I, I am telling everybody do not take it for granted I, these people that are talking about a wave election it's possible but you can't count on it until the votes are counted and i i always like to, to look at politics Look at every race and assume I'm five or 10 points down and you've got two minutes left in the game. You have no timeouts. You're on your own 20. You got to march down the field. uh, You got to cross the plane, kick the extra point to win. And that's how you need to run a campaign with that sense of strength and that strength, that sense of urgency. It's critical. If you get too complacent, you're not going to win. I like what they're doing in the House. Kevin McCarthy is going to have every House candidate sign on to their commitments for America, like the contract with America. and. That, that holds every elected official accountable. Mitch McConnell's been very cool to the idea. I don't know why. Um, I think it's a mistake on his part. And I have no idea what he's thinking, why he's thinking that. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean every Senate candidate has to go along with Mitch McConnell. They're, they are free to sign that document if they want to. I would advise anyone running as a Republican to do so. Um, because it's all common sense, cutting taxes, the bureaucracy, uh, refunding the police. Going back to energy independence, et cetera. Just the basics, the fundamentals. Anyway, so we've been covering a lot of this Senate race that's going on in Pennsylvania. Now, there are four specific Senate races that we've got to pay, well, five, really, that we've got to pay very close attention to because they're all hold states. In other words, Democrats are going to try and pick off one or two or three or all five of them, if they could, these Senate seats, and they would get a majority. They get a majority, there goes the legislative filibuster. In comes court packing. In comes DC, Puerto Rico statehood. In comes the biggest power grab we've ever seen from any 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 Congress, any Senate in the history uh, uh, of this country. So it's very dangerous giving them this power. Um, anyway, so we're watching Pennsylvania, but the five states of Florida, we got to hold Marco Rubio. I think we'll hold there. We'll have a pickup hopefully in Georgia with Herschel Walker. And he'll defeat Raphael Warnock. Uh We have to, Bud is running a good race in North Carolina. That's an important hold seat. Ron Johnson is a hold seat in Wisconsin. Uh, we have J.D. Vance running in Ohio. That's a hold seat. And Dr. Oz going up against Bernie Sanders wannabe, a guy by the name of John Fetterman. Now, finally, for the first time, the vetting of John Fetterman has begun. Let me play Fetterman, for example, agreeing that he want, he wants to reduce our prison population by a third. Now, how does that make anybody in Pennsylvania safe? And by the way, the murder rate, since he's been lieutenant governor, is up 60 in, percent in Philly and surrounding suburbs. Listen.
3: Uh, I was on a panel with Secretary Wetzel uh, earlier before the pandemic hit, and he said something remarkable that I agree with. He said, we could reduce our prison population by a third, and not make anyone less safe in Pennsylvania. And that's a profound statement.
0: That, that That's a profound statement. And then he goes even further. He doesn't support fracking, and he wants to transition out of it. So he fits in perfectly with the climate cult alarmist.
3: I don't uh, support fracking. I, I think it's something that has to eventually go away, uh, and I would like to see it you know transition out
0: i would like to see a transition out um now john fetterman has had a stroke even prior to the primary he's only as far as i know been out and about two times once this past week um and he seemed to be struggling mightily uh in terms of cognitive abilities listen we could
3: have picked any part of pennsylvania where we're going to start the campaign trail starting let me tell you Two years ago, I was talking to the the media and saying them votes. You want to know who's going to be the next president? Do you know what I said? I said, tell me one thing. Tell me who wins wins Erie. 25 of those counties, more votes. 25 of those uh, those 54 red counties, more votes. More votes than Dr. Oz in those counties as well, too. I gave away the lieutenant governor-governor in Pennsylvania, the only lieutenant governor in the history to do that. And you can count on us to eliminate the filibuster. Eliminate the filibuster. And let's get some stuff done for America.
0: Okay. So obviously he's struggling. Um, Fetterman, uh, appointee to the uh, Pennsylvania Board of Pardons sought to abolish mandatory life sentences for murderers. I mean, there was another story in the Washington Free Beacon that he voted to free a convicted murderer who killed an 18 year old for heroin money. I mean, this this guy is so far out there. He has praised repeatedly Bernie Sanders and and supported Bernie Sanders over every other Democratic nominee in twenty sixteen. I mean, he's he literally said he's now I am announcing my endorsement of Bernie Sanders during the primaries. The New Republic even described him as Bernie's army of candidates, a progressive revolution within the Democratic Party. And then there's this one instance uh, where, in fact, he was pursuing a man and pulled out a shotgun on um, a a young man that was just jogging. happened to be African-American and thinking, oh, he must have been involved in the shooting that had taken place. Uh, It wasn't the guy. Imagine if a Republican did that. Anyway, Dr. Oz is with us to update us on the on the race going on in Pennsylvania. How are you, sir?
4: Very well, Sean. If I can just add something to that last story, there was no shooting. He watched a black jogger in front of his house, ran after the man in his pickup truck with a gun, and ran him off the road and held him up. Now, we only really know much about this because that evening, the local station in Pittsburgh uh, covered the story because it was such a strange event and so egregious. And when the cops came, they didn't say much. They said, oh, you know, all right, he was the mayor. And, of course, the African-American gentleman was not very happy in the interview. And I think these are the kinds of stories that, are are going to tarnish a very well-crafted hologram that's being created by the Democratic Party. And let me just put this on everyone's radar screen in a different way that appeals to all of you no matter what state you live in. What the Democratic Party did with Joe Biden was protect him so that he couldn't do things that would create problems. And they created a mirage of what you might want for a moderate Democratic president. What the Democrats are doing is exactly the same with this gentleman, Fetterman. He has not left his house to do a campaign event until that little uh, clip that you showed. Uh, he did not answer any questions, and that's it. That's all you get in three-plus months. I've agreed yeah. the
0: five. Now, and and, and I'm, re- I'm reading about this guy. Isn't he like a trust fund brat that never had a real job and uh, admittedly wants to smoke pot all day?
4: And uh, he's, his parents funded everything uh, in his life. Uh, pretty much, until he took the lieutenant governor's position, which the governor wins. Uh, and he, d- he didn't really campaign along the way in a way that I would or you know, anyone really would expect. And here's the biggest challenge. If you're not out talking to people, you're not listening to them either. As a doctor, I'll tell you, Sean, the most important thing I do is hear my patients. I'm hearing the voters. I've done 160 events in the last month and a half. I'm everywhere. I'm in you know four or five counties today. I'm up in the northeast part of the state today, You know, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton area. I'll be in Pittsburgh by tomorrow morning. This is how you have to run a statewide campaign. He is hiding at home and letting his managers, his uh, creators run the, the show, and we cannot allow that. And this debate issue, just let me quickly highlight, uh, there's a bunch of debates we were proposed. I took five. I does not I don't, I, you know, these are five very well-established traditional debates that are done, and he take, he's not answered to any of them. So I can't flush him out. And yet, because the Democratic Party is so panicked about the need to control the Senate, they are pouring money from California, New York, outside of Pennsylvania, into the state. So please, if you're hearing this story, and you're worried about democracy because voters need to see their candidates, please go to droz.com and make a contribution. This guy's unbelievably effective at bringing in outside democratic money. Let's you know show him what the, what Republicans good can do as well. Go to droz.com.
0: So, is he getting a lot I assume he's getting a lot of Hollywood money and big corporate money, but none of the money's coming from the people of Pennsylvania. That's that's rich. Um well, this is one of the important hold seats. This this is a defining if the Republicans are going to have any shot at winning the Senate, they've got to win this race. And I don't know if people have been paying that attention to it. Now, this is a guy that, you know, endorsed Bernie Sanders. So he's a radical leftist. How, how is the media allowing him to to go forward with the, the Biden basement bunker campaign strategy, which is to hide? Uh, are they going to allow him to not debate you?
4: They're mum on the topic. You talk to your blue in the face. Uh, the liberal media acts like a super PAC, basically, for the Democratic candidates. They give them a pass on these kinds of issues. If I was in his position, there would be a daily headline about the fact that I'm avoiding campaigning and I'm trying to escape the need to have a debate. That is a traditional obligation you have as a candidate. And they are unwilling to in any way go after him. And he runs only a personality campaign. He'll criticize you know me for who I am and
0: so he no, he's been movie critical movie. of the fact that your job, working for a living, something apparently he doesn't know anything about, um, and that it took you outside of Pennsylvania for a period of your life and trying to make that into the biggest deal in the campaign. Quick break. Right back. We'll continue more. With Dr. Oz going up against the hidden Biden bunker basement candidate, John Fetterman, who's more left than Bernie Sanders. Anyway, as worldwide travel now has picked up uh, in 2022, so does the appeal of stealing data from the travel industry. Now, the Marriott International Hotel Group Announced that 20 gigabytes of sensitive data, including guests' credit card information, was stolen in June of this year. That's why I'm warning you, all of us every day are putting our personal information at risk on the Internet, whether you know it or not. Anyway, LifeLock.com by Norton sees all these threats that we miss on our own. And if, in fact, they see any of your information is compromised, you will get an alert. If you're a victim of identity theft, you'll get a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist to fix it for you. And it is a low annual rate, and you'll save an additional 25% off your first year when you call 1-800-LIFELOCK. But you got to use the promo code HANNITY to save the 25%, or just go to their website, lifelock.com. Mention my name, HANNITY, 25% off. And if you want to protect your good name and reputation and your finances and not get robbed blind and your credit score, just go to lifelock.com, promo code HANNITY.
1: Sean Hannity Show, a thermonuclear MMA assault on fake news. Hannity's on right now.
0: We continue with Senate candidate Dr. Oz, a must-hold seat for Republicans, going up against Bernie Sanders' wannabe, a guy by the name of John Fetterman. What I haven't heard, would he have supported? I assume he would. Uh, this bill that was passed by Congress, the Inflation Increasing Act uh, that raises taxes on on natural gas and oil and coal and corporations and small businesses. Um, He sounds like a reliable Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden vote, uh, reliable vote if he ever got in there.
4: He'd for sure support that because he believes in the Green New Deal. He said so. And the Green New Deal scientifically, putting that hat on, is impossible. It will not work the way it's described and certainly within the timeline offered and that's exactly what the, this bill attempts to do and it doesn't free us to drill so we can become energy independent he he doesn't understand the impact it's going to have on local communities here in pennsylvania or he doesn't care one or the other and for sure you're gonna paying a lot more money for energy than you need to because of this very short-sighted perspective but he doesn't get into it sean he doesn't answer those questions that's
0: not so where he so where myself. is this guy every day he's now made two appearances since he had this stroke He's clearly struggling cognitively as a result of the stroke. Uh, is he is he in his home? Is he going to the office every day? Um, and by the way, when he was lieutenant governor, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't the murder rate in and around Philly and, and the surrounding suburbs go up 60%?
4: Your numbers are correct. Philadelphia now has the highest murder rate of its history. His uh, position uh, of being soft on crime has made it much more difficult for uh, police and I'll tell you, I got the endorsement of the Fraternal Order of Police uh, last week. And I was up in Erie, and I, we were talking, they are interviewing me, and this has hundreds of police leaders there. And an African-American woman got up from the, the Capitol Police District of Harrisburg, which is where he works now as lieutenant governor. And he's done all kinds of, of, of bizarre things like, like putting up a marijuana flag illegally, you know, hoisting it from his office, so that's all you see when you look at the Capitol building. These are, you know, you're not supposed to face public buildings. In any case, she said he treats her and her staff like there's something stuck to the bottom of your shoe when you're walking out of a dog park. And she was very upset, palpably upset. The murmur rippled through the audience. I was unanimously endorsed because so many other police in the room knew that in a place like Philadelphia, we don't have enough cops because no one's going to do the job because the John Fetterman's of the world are hammering them for doing their job, taking away protections they think they need, always attacking them when something goes wrong, and people stop wanting to run towards the crisis when they know they're going to get in trouble for addressing a problem.
0: It's it's pretty unbelievable that they've gotten to this point. Now, in, in your defense, campaigns usually really kick off after Labor Day, but then you have, when does early voting start in Pennsylvania?
4: Towards the end of September. Uh, we Sean, we are going to be fine as long as we define in the way you just described, because when you tell voters what we just discussed right now, which you know takes effort and takes money, so that's why again go to droz.com because we need the money to put the ads up, and I'm putting a lot of my own money in, but I need help because Democrats are all over this race. But when we define him for the far left radical that he is, for the impostor that he is, uh, as you know, as someone who pretends he's a working class guy, but he's a, a trust fund kid who's been taken care of by his parents his whole life. His house was given to him by, for one dollar from his by his sister. So he's not anything he portrays. When people see that, all of his support evaporates, and that's how we win this election. We move it back to the issues, the kitchen table issues that are destroying the lives of Pennsylvanians, the ones you spoke up earlier and speak up frequently. Those issues will win this election on November the eighth. He wants to keep it all about the cool factor with the hoodie and make it about you know whether I'm from New Jersey or Pennsylvania. And I'm proudly someone that grew up south of Philadelphia, went to med school here, married my wife Lisa who you've made the best decision of my life 37 years ago in the house we live in now because we moved back several years ago. It's all his effort to sort of muddy the water, to, to distract people from actually looking under his hoodie to identify who this guy really is. But he is the most <laughs> radical candidate for a competitive Senate race in the country this year. If he goes to the Senate, it's a transformative negative impact. He's going bus to bust the filibuster. You heard him on tape say that, and he's like, not just Bernie Sanders, he's like AOC, he's a squad. Think of him as the center of the squad, right, because he's taller. He's going to and be doing exactly what they do, disruptive tactics without real deep policy ideas. He won't fix the problems to make America stronger. He'll just make a mess of it.
0: And as a mayor, he skipped dozens of city council meetings, so he's never had a real job, and um, he voted to free a convicted murderer who killed an 18-year-old for heroin, and he wants a third of the prison population set free on the great commonwealth of Pennsylvania. That that That's a winning ticket, and he's a new Green Deal Bernie Sanders socialist. Good luck, Pennsylvania, if, if that's your new senator, because that's going to be a disaster. Uh, so Dr. Oz, part. we're going to follow this race closely. Thank you for being with us. We appreciate it, and we wish you a lot of uh, luck on the campaign trail. And the media there needs to demand Fetterman debate. He's got if somebody's got to ask him some questions. He has not been asked a single question in the entire race. It's that's how corrupt the media mob is. <laughs>
1: Sleepy Joe just signed more executive actions in one week than most presidents did in their entire term. So much for democracy. Looks like Joe is the new dictator. And on right now.
0: All right, 25 to the top of the hour. We are mourning the cancellation of the hit show, Unreliable Liberal Sources on Fake News. CNN Well, it's a hit in terms of hitting rock bottom in terms of nobody watching the show, but... Humpty Dumpty is out at Fake News CNN.
3: Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again.
0: Alright, uh, Linda. Uh do you by the way, you used to play that for Liam, didn't you?
2: I'm not kidding you. I said to Jason earlier, I was like, ah, oh, we gotta, gotta get a, a copy of Humpty Dumpty for the show today. And uh he picked this version. And I went, oh, my God, it's the exact version I used for Liam. I'm like, the exact song. Like, there's a million versions of it. But any of them would
0: have worked. But that one Listen, was perfect. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surprise you. I take no joy in somebody getting fired. I just don't. I mean, I should Well, be, I don't know, you know that he got fired. He's been, so, he's been such a. No, he got fired.
2: I mean, the show he, got canceled and canceled. he decided to
0: leave. Okay. He, All he, right. Say it any way you want to say it. But he's gone. They got rid of him. He's and not you know, there. They, He's not there, and you know, look, he, you know the business. You read through the the press release, and you know what happened. Um, I just don't take joy in people being fired. I don't know why. I'm I am pathetically weak. I have a really weak side of me because of all the people. This guy has has lied about me so many oh times. Oh my god! I should take. I I should be happy that the guy's gone, but I'm not. I don't take any joy in it, and that really sucks. I mean, I There's think a big part of why
2: you're not taking joy in it is because we never really cared when he was there. He didn't have a real big yeah, imprint. True. let's be honest. You but know, at the end then, of the day, he's not a very nice person, so.
0: Well, I think that's part of it, and he was exactly, his role was exactly what I said it was, and that was Jeff Zucker's stenographer. Jeff Zucker's gone, and they don't, he, they don't need Jeff Zucker's stenographer considering Jeff Zucker's gone. So where does he land next? I, well, MSDNC, does he land at Media Matters? Does he land at, well, it, you know... if
2: we're going to... I mean, let me, let's me let be let's be honest. Let's do honest reporting. You know, when Humpty fell down, he had a great fall. A great one. So it's got to be a huge fall. It's got to be far away. He's got to start something new. You know, MSNBC is, like, right there next to CNN. That's not, like, a great fall. It's got to be something really big, you know? Like, I don't know. If it's reliable sources, maybe he's going to move on and do the stelter show. Sources. Maybe it's stand-up.
0: You know, he has the same problem as everybody else at CNN is they claim to be journalists. They're not. They're talk show hosts just like me. Now they're members of the press just like me. The only difference is, is I'm honest about who I am and they lie about who they are. They say they're fair, balanced and objective. They're not. They, they are, they are advocates. They have a political point of view. They hate Donald Trump over at fake news CNN. Now this guy licked. You know, uh, this is the guy that produced Stephen Colbert, who's now running the place.
2: I think you should and say his first name, because that sounded weird the way you said that. Like this guy licked. I'm like, uh, Chris licked the new guy, uh,
0: Chris, whatever the guy's name is. Anyway, and weird. then he did that stupid show. It wasn't even it could have been funny, but it wasn't funny. The cartoon president just to slam Donald Trump and everybody yeah, else in the media. Yeah, I agree. With you. I mean, it, like I was looking and one day my character showed up and I'm like, oh, this I hope it's funny. It wasn't funny. I'm like, ah, oh, so disappointing when it's not funny. Yeah, they're too busy if, like, being
2: some, mean. That's a shame. They can't get out of their own way.
0: I have seen, you know, these memes on social media about me, and I spit up laughing because they're, they're so hilarious. funny. Absolutely. And they're cruel as hell, but they're funny as hell. And it's like everyone else in our industry, they can't take it. And I'm like, I'm laughing my ass off. I think uh, that was really good. You know, touche. Good, good shot.
2: Well, everybody's so woke and in their corner crying about their feelings. So uh, that's the problem. It's like, you know, we can't we can't have fun anymore. You know, we can't be self-deprecating. We can't joke around. I mean, even the guy's getting paid to tell the jokes So it's
0: too woke for them. Well, I, you know, I, I'm giving any comedian free license to say anything they want about me. And I can't, I'll, I'll put in a minor request. Just try to be funny about it. And then, if, if, like, for example, leave Dave Chappelle alone. If you don't like Dave Chappelle, don't go to his show. I like Dave Chappelle. If you don't like his specials on Netflix, don't watch it. Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock are going out together. I can't think of a more dynamic comedian, a comedic duo than this. This is going to be, you know, two of the best comics in the in, currently on tour, working together i'd love to go see that show
2: Uh, i mean listen they're very very funny there's no question and i you know i i give chris rock a lot of credit you know for what happened and everything you know and and just kind of standing up and taking it and and being very quiet about it and even when you know will smith you Eh, know was a day late and a dollar short
0: he needs to be making joke after joke after joke about chris um what's his name will smith and his wife I would do I would do just the opposite. I'd be unmerciful to them.
2: I don't see now I don't know if I agree with that cuz I don't know that they deserve the attention. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, but I really do. It's a, it was a slap heard around the world. It's the it's sort of like the elephant in the room. Everybody wants you to talk about it. So no, there's no, if I was no Chris question. Rock, I would I would do a great routine and I would slap them verbally up the side of their head and I'd do it ad nauseum. Well, there has stop. definitely,
2: I think Chappelle was doing something the other day and he and he did a little something about it. They were all on stage together and Chappelle, I don't know exactly what he said, but he did, he gave it a little hat tip, you know, but I think ultimately, right, we're going to move on, we're going to do bigger and better things and we're going to forget the people who tried to hurt us and bring us down, right? Which is what Will Smith and his wife did to him and
0: he just kept well, it moving and ultimately he won. Why am I so weak? Why why shouldn't I be happy that Humpty Dumpty's out? Because he's I been think nothing that but that's a weak. jackass to us and I a liar about it, us.
2: I don't know. I mean, you are definitely way nicer than me cuz I'm not sad about it at all cuz he just wasn't very nice. But uh I think that's the Christian in you obviously. You are turning the other cheek, which uh, is which is very nice. Be that's better. good.
0: I'm trying to be better. God is God has taken away taken the edge off me. I don't know. Near's gone by. I think I would you not might just be go. tired.
2: I think if you got a good night's sleep, we might get you back on that edge again. Maybe <laughs> no, we get you some tired. sleep.
0: Oh, I didn't tell everybody, but I was in, I know uh, you didn't. I got somebody close to me. Had an issue, appendicitis. So I was in the hospital. What was it, Monday night?
2: Yeah, you've I just been
0: shot all week, all so night. Yeah, I literally went there right after. Well, I was there before the TV show. Then I went, did the TV show. Then I came, went back to the hospital. And well, I think, I think you're leaving out one important out like, part: was that you were up
2: all night long, literally all, all night, night long, didn't sleep at I, all. Then I went got right home to at work. nine a.m.
0: that morning. <laughs> I slept, I t- maybe slept like an hour. And then I did the, both shows. I have no idea if I made any sense on Tuesday. I know I did a horrible TV show on Tuesday. Because when I sat down, I was like, I had no gas left. Well, your like benchmark radio, is just...
2: Joe Biden. So once we have a president that talks like him, we can only go up. So to us, you did great. You're really, <laughs> yeah, really good.
0: Right. made no, a lot I of like sense. I'm, I had a good, decent night's sleep. I had like six hours last night. That's a yeah, lot for That's me. good. That actually is a lot for you. Yeah. Um, yeah but by the, oh, there was some guy. Sweet Baby James pointed this out to me. I don't know what publication. I don't really care. Actually claims that I only work four days a week and t- took issue with the fact that I told people in recessionary times there's only two ways to keep your head about above water. Spend less and bring in more money and work harder. And Who somehow, took issue with this? I have no idea. So this, this author, Sweet Baby James, sent it to me. I don't know. Oh, so gosh. then he says, well, Hannity doesn't work hard. He only works four days a week. I'm like, what are you talking about? I work five days a week. Now, I, I've after thirty five years in radio uh and and twenty six years of Fox, I I have accrued a lot more vacation that I don't even use half the vacation I have every year. I don't use it. Like it's a joke. I get yeah, I think, more vacation. I'm like, for it's you know, maybe I if I get I sick one record year I'll need it.
2: Just for all of the employees of the Sean Hannity radio and T V shows and any other companies you have that oh. we would all love for you to take some vacation
0: um i have How many been with times you. have i said i'm taking off and then some news oh, happens and first i'm like of all, I'm, I'm, i gotta work
2: this is a, this is a standard sean hannity schedule of vacation hey lynn i'm going to take off uh this thursday and friday okay great so i'll mark that down i get some guest hosts. well maybe maybe not yet okay but you're taking off i'm not sure but i think i'm going to take off okay And then the Tuesday before the Thursday, I'm definitely taking off on Thursday and Friday. So definitely get somebody. Okay, great. Then the Wednesday before the Thursday, you're taking off. You're like, I'm not sure if I'm taking off. I may or may not take off. Then the morning of the day, you're taking off. You're still thinking about not taking it off. And then you don't take off. And then I cancel everything. That's a standard Sean Hannity And you get pissed
0: off. Oh, yeah. I'm
2: not happy. It's a lot of work for you to say that you are not coming, but I'm coming, but I'm going to show up. But I might not show up, but I might be there, but I might not be there. So I'll see you then. I, what's happening?
0: I don't know what's happening. And you know, you know what the problem is. And my kids even like said it to me when I spent a w- week with them around the Fourth of July, and they're like, "Dad, Dad, did, did you have to talk to person A, B, C, D, E, and F every day? Do you wor- why? Why don't you just go back to work if that's what you're going to do?" And I'm like, "No, I actually can do other work while I'm I'm watching you swim and." You know, a swimming pool or whatever.
2: Well, this is the big joke about you know Patrick saying this all the time. You know, if you retired, you'd lose your mind.
0: You'd be driving said, around. No, that's not what he said. He said, oh, I retired, he Dad, you can't retire. I said you, Dad, you'll die."
2: That's what he said. <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I wonder where he, he goes, gets, gets that dad, soft you'll edge die. from.
0: <laughs> I'm like, but it, man. you don't think you would? I think you'd be going crazy. You know, you'd so, be yelling at somebody. I, I, Like everybody, I don't get people that sit on the beach all day. I can't do it. Well, the beach is gross. I mean, I set a record. I spent like 45 minutes on the beach with some friends one day. And they, and I didn't, unbeknownst to me, they were all, they all had taken bets how long I'd stay there. No way. Are you serious? Uh huh. And I'm I'm very curious which friend
2: won. Interesting.
0: Uh, uh, somebody you don't know, just a buddy of mine. And, and they're like, I'm like, yeah, I got to go up. I got to get something. I'll be right back. And they knew I, I wasn't I would have given back. you
2: max, max two hours, max.
0: Oh, gosh. I was gone in 45 minutes.
2: Oh, okay. I was like, that would have been like... Now, that the only, only time been. when like, my
0: son was younger, we played beach football. Yeah, I that, that's fun. I remember hours playing that. But I was it's the fun. stationary quarterback, so I didn't have to do the running on the sand part.
2: Oh, there you go. That's well, too that's hard. Good. Yeah, I don't care for the beach either. Give me the mountains any
0: day. Yeah, that's... I don't know. I mean... When you get yelled at by everyone you're vacationing with that you're on your phone too much, it's not good. Well, you are on your phone too much. You really are. Just saying. So well, you know. I'm working. Yeah, yeah. Well so anyway, this person writes this article that I only work, you know, four days a week, not five. And then the person mm-hmm. says, Well, he's only on the air for, for fifteen hours a week, and I'm like, No, it's twenty. What is this you guy know?
2: talking about?
0: And then he said, and what what does he prepare an hour a day? I'm like, he, he just takes calls on his radio show and I'm like reading <gasps> this and I'm thinking, Oh, you mean when they ask me about the mansion Biden bill, I'm supposed to just say thank you for calling and not yeah. have you know every single aspect of that bill so I can inform the audience? Is that how I do talk radio? No.
2: I don't think that people realize just how oh much gosh. work goes into the show, not to mention the fact the amount of information that you have on instant recall just from all the reading that you've done. In There's addition no to the fact that you remember people that you've talked to from various cities and states, you remember when you met them, where we were, and you remember all the call letters of all the stations.
0: No, by the way, that used to drive Neil Bortz nuts. This bananas. Neil, Neil Bortz thinks I'm insane. You are. So he's right. No, I'm not. Uh, I, well, the, that's the that's a little like, crazy. Example, I, my my routine is very. I work out. I make every meal myself, for good or bad. I've been on a basil kick lately. Basil pesto. Oh, that's um. And anyway, so I've been on this kick, and then when I'm done doing the TV show, then I'll usually I'll make a drink. I like to have my Titos at night. Absolutely. Eat, and then I go back to working, and I get all the news that I can get. And you'll often get texts at two, three, four in the morning because you're on a text string with everybody that on radio and TV. I love those texts. I'm like, oh, there he is. Great. And by the way, you notice they come in fast and furious when I'm really on my game. It's a rapid fire. One after another. Absolutely. Uh, All right. I'm out of time. You are out of time.
2: Absolutely you are. Time for Tito's.
0: What's that? It's time for Tito's. No, I still have it. That's (laughs) after television. If I did it before television, I wouldn't I think you'd do a better show. Let's try it tonight. Yeah. I I actually did one day have an instance where I'd had maybe two beers. And oh, really? Before in. TV? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, because I thought I was off. I didn't have. I wouldn't have had it before if I knew I was going to be on. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I did. I was fine. You wouldn't have noticed.
2: No, not not with beer. Tito's nah. maybe.
0: Nah. Maybe then we'll get your edge back. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be mean to Humpty. Quick break. Yes. Right back. All right, folks. Would you turn down a million dollars, Linda? Would you turn down a million dollars? I would definitely
2: not turn down a million dollars.
0: Okay, what if you had to surrender your independence and abandon your principles for the money?
2: You mean work in the Biden White House? No, I wouldn't do that either,
0: you're right. (laughs) All right, in other words, bad deal, you're not selling your soul. Look, there... There's only almost every American college and university, um, they give in to the government. There's one college that says no in America, our favorite college, Hillsdale College. And by that, they refuse to accept one penny of taxpayer dollars, not even indirectly in the form of a student grant or a student loan. But saying no to the government money, well, that means that Hillsdale gets to m- remain genuinely independent. Now, that means free from corrupting federal mandates and, more importantly, free to pursue their original 1844 mission, which is to, pres- which is to pursue truth and defend liberty. Now, Hillsdale has over 1,500 undergraduate and graduate students on their main campus in Michigan and their satellite campus in D.C. In addition, over 3 million citizens now have enrolled in Hillsdale College's free online courses. There are over 6 million American households, including mine, that receive Hillsdale's free monthly publication in Primus. you got to get it. You sign up quickly. It's not that hard. It's absolutely free. Go to their website, seanforhillsdale.com. That's S-E-A-N-F-O-R, hillsdale.com, and you won't be disappointed.
1: The radio show, the mainstream media, loves to hate. This is the Sean Hannity Show.
0: All right, that's going to wrap things up. for today, full coverage of this biased judge and his ruling on the release of the affidavit in terms of the raid of Mar-a-Lago. Uh, we have Jonathan Turley. We have President Trump's attorney, Alina Habba is going to join us. Alan Dershowitz, Geraldo Uh, Also, Dr. Ozhan tonight, Pam Bondi, Leo 2.0 Terrell, uh, Sarah Carter, Brandon Judd, a disaster emerging at the border yet again. 9 Eastern, set your DVR. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter. The Burner, less lethal, pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American Dream, They are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance, and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud.